From the WMSA Newsroom, I'm Bob LaRue. St. Lawrence County added another 44 confirmed new cases and another death to the county's coronavirus statistics yesterday. So far, the virus has claimed 74 county residents since the pandemic began. Total COVID cases are up to 5,348. Hospitalizations went down yesterday from 31 to 28. The good news is 117 additional people were listed as recovered, and currently active cases drop back from 586 to 512 countywide. The five major communities saw at least 10% drops in active cases. Potsdam leads the county with 98, Messina 97, Governor 57, Ogdensburg 39, and Canton 21. The rest of the towns are at 15 or less. 20 of the 32 towns are down to single digits. For the second day in a row, Franklin County's coronavirus recoveries outpaced new cases with another death recorded. The county confirmed 28 new cases but released 38 from quarantine following recovery. The one new death was the 12th overall. Active cases are down from 310 to 300 due to 10 fewer actives in the county's three state penitentiaries. 31 people were released from tracing quarantines yesterday, but 768 individuals are still in that category. Only Malone, Bangor, and Mawira have double-digit community infection, while the rest of the towns are under 10. Across the state, from hospitalizations to the infection rate, COVID numbers continue to decline. Governor Andrew Cuomo called it a sign of hope to all, and proof that the work New Yorkers have done to mitigate the spread of this virus is working. The statewide positivity rate dropped to 3.54% yesterday, the lowest since November 25th. Still, 122 New Yorkers passed away from the virus yesterday. As of Thursday, 89% of the 2 million first doses allocated to the state have been administered. This represents 1.8 million first doses in people's arms. The North Country has received an additional 10,000 vaccines this week for a total of nearly 90,200. Nearly 84,000 doses have been administered, or 93%, the highest percentage of any region in the state. Meanwhile, the CDC announced that individuals who have received both vaccine doses and at least two weeks have passed since the second dose are no longer required to quarantine if they are exposed to someone who is infected with the virus. New York is updating its guidance to follow CDC regulations. All New Yorkers, including those who have been fully vaccinated, should continue to wear masks, social distance, and be smart until herd immunity has been reached and the pandemic is history. North Country Congresswoman Elise Stefanik yesterday called for an immediate prosecution of Governor Andrew Cuomo, the secretary to the governor and his senior team, following a New York Post report of an admitted cover-up in the COVID nursing home scandal involving thousands of deaths. Said Stefanik, this bombshell admission of a cover-up in the remarks by the secretary to the governor indicating intent to obstruct any federal investigation is a stunning and criminal abuse of power. The families who lost loved ones, New Yorkers and all Americans, deserve accountability, end of quote. North Country State Senator Joe Griffo also released a statement saying, quote, there must be a genuine effort to uncover the truth. Griffo is recommending and urging that the state legislature create and appoint a four-member bipartisan commission of district attorneys from across the state who would conduct a thorough and independent investigation. Potsdam Central School voters this week overwhelmingly approved the district's $23.5 million school improvement project, 231 to 32. 
The district said that the projects included in the plan will expand and renovate the high school kitchen and cafeteria, replace artificial turf, middle school windows and boilers, along with other projects. With state aid, there's expected to be no impact on taxes. After more than two years of waiting for its money, Governor Andrew Cuomo has finally announced the release of $6 million in state funding to St. Lawrence County to help bolster public safety. Back in 2018, the county was awarded a $6 million grant to help offset costs associated with upgrades of their 15-year-old emergency radio system. For more than two years, the state has delayed the release of the funds despite regular attempts from the county's emergency services office to get the funding. Recently, Assemblyman Mark Walzik and county legislators from both sides of the aisle unanimously signed on to a bipartisan effort to get the state's budget director to finally release the funding. SUNY Potsdam is launching a new long-term care co-op internship program that is covering the cost of a student's in-state tuition. It's also giving focus students a suite of skills, college credits, and job experiences in human services work that will go well beyond an average internship. The program places students for three years with the ARC Jefferson St. Lawrence, where they'll work with people with disabilities for a minimum of eight hours and up to 29 hours a week in residential rehabilitation and vocational services. Eligible students will be placed in programs in Jefferson or St. Lawrence counties during the required summer sessions for the first two years. The program is open to sophomores of any major and continues to their senior year. Those who successfully complete the program can earn up to a total of nearly $25,000 during the three-year commitment. Toby White, SUNY Potsdam's Director of Experiential Education, says students can pay for their six semesters of tuition in this program. From the WMSA Newsroom, I'm Bob LaRue.